Hi, I'm Hannah. Hi, I'm Dominic. And I'm Kylie. And I'm Huli. And I'm Barbie. Oh, there's Emmy down there. And I'm Barbie. I'm the mom of them all. Well, kind of. <laughs> kind of. The mom, the grandma, the mother-in-law. And we saved you a spot. Welcome back, you guys. We are happy to have the holiday season and thrilled to have you with us and hope you're just having a wonderful holiday. Um, yeah. This week, we have some special guests. We have our grandchildren, my grandchildren, nieces and nephews, because we think the holidays would be so bland and we'd be lost without children during the holidays. Um, a lot of you remember that the whole reason that the name of this podcast is We Saved You a Spot is because everybody has a valuable spot. And this week we want to learn a little bit about, especially Dominic and Kylie, who are um, Hannah's nephew and niece. And we're going to start out, and Dominic, can Grandma ask you some questions? Yes. Okay, you talk in the microphone, okay? Yes. Okay, now your name is Dominic. What's your whole name? Hi, I'm Dominic. Joseph The third, and how old are you, Dominic? Four. You're four? Oh my goodness. And what do you like to do? Eat chicken and watch TV and play. And what do you do when you play? Go cuckoo. <laughs> what do you like to play? With? What do you like to do? Seriously, what kind of games like do you Like you, you jump on the trampoline a lot, right? I go bound, bound, bound. <laughs> and do you play with magnet tiles? Yeah, I go sticks, sticks. What are some other things that you play with? My tinker toys. Okay. What's a tinker and toy? My little, my little gears I play with. Okay, so you play with your gears. Last night, I got a little glimpse into what's been exciting you. You talked to me about your house and Christmas. What's going on at your house for Christmas? Do you have something different? We're putting up stockings and putting it in. And an elf just arrived. An elf just arrived? Tell me about the elf. I didn't know anything about the this. The elf is Sprinkle. And they're playing like, and they're playing the chest. Elf, the elf Wait, is what? Sprinkle and he's and playing Shep chest? Is, and Shep is playing chest too. Did you say Shep? Shep? Oh. So Shep is our shepherd on a search, which is um, kind of a, a more Christian perspective on the coming and, of Christmas. And we're decorating our tree. Oh, and yes. we're decorating. we're going to wrap presents. Oh, I love it. You're doing a lot. Hey, can, Dominic, can we listen to Mommy? I want to hear a little bit more about Shep. Can Mama so, tell Shep from a Mommy's? Stuff, we're going to open presents at your house and wrap them. Okay, I love it. Okay, give mommy just a minute, okay, bud? You're doing a good job. So when Kylie was really little, um, I was not into the elf thing as much. Um, I was really looking for some alternative to the elf, and so we found this really cool product called the Shepherd on the Search, and it's um, a shepherd boy that is on the search for the baby Jesus because the star appeared in the sky. And so the little book that goes with him is how he doesn't want to be left out when all the adult shepherds go to find the Messiah. And so it's a really cool one. And, um, you know, each day you're supposed to kind of do a, 
a fun thing with it, like, you know, find your light and find the joy and find, you know, the, the spirit of Christmas um, with a more Christian perspective. I like that a lot. So I know that go there's... Ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, no, no. Go ahead, honey. I know that the elf has a, a fun a fun little name, like elf on a shelf. Oh, we call him Shep. We're okay. very creative so, in my house. Well, I was wondering, I was like, is it like Shep on a step or like... Nope, it's, it's Shepherd on a search. That's what it, it is. Doesn't, so it doesn't rhyme? Nope. Okay. But, it's got some alliteration, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a fun one. And, and we did eventually give in to um, our elf, who has come from the North Pole to every night, goes back to the North Pole to give Santa the report, like every other Ooh, elf. That's why he's so thin. Oh! She. Oh, she, oh yours yes, is a girl. Okay. a girl elf. Her name is Sprinkles. Oh, oh I love that. Yes. Um, so oh. who's more fun, Shep or Sprinkles? Sprinkles. What, is it, what does Sprinkles do, Dominic? She flies magically when we're sleeping at looking into, into different places. Okay, well, I, I like hearing about Sprinkles. You have to keep Grandma abreast of what Sprinkles does every day, okay? Sprinkles, Sprinkles does a lot of stuff when we're not looking. Okay, well, I'm glad Even that you always make sure snacks. your mama sees what you're doing. Kylie and wanted to we say... we love to eat jiggy nuggets Okay. French well, fries. Okay, it's Kylie wants to say milk. something. Let's hear from Kylie. Tell us about um, what you're seeing, Kylie. On the first night when she arrived, she arrived on our little mantel piece in our living room right under our noses when we were decorating the tree. The next day, we found her and our shepherd playing chess. Oh. And, and then this morning, we saw... Um, that they were on our little light in the ceiling of the living room. Were they having a party? I don't know. <laughs> Did they ever make messes? I think. Um, not so far, no. Oh, that's good. Well, listen, we're going to let Dominic, he is four, and he has done a wonderful job talking, but I think we're going to let him. Mama, do you have anything else Dominic should be sharing before we let him go? Do you want to share anything else? Do we want to share why we celebrate Christmas? Because it's about family. And what's even more important than family? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That's right. Good job, buddy. You can go play. Okay, you did a good job, Dominic. Let's clap for Dominic. Woo! Good job, buddy. All right. Well, let's jump into Kylie. Yeah. Auntie Hannah, lead us off with Miss Kylie. Hi, Kylie. So, tell me your name your age, and your grade. Um, my full name is Kylie Marie Dupoa, and I am eight years old. I am in third grade. And what's your favorite hmm, snack? Um, I have a lot. Yeah? Do you have a favorite one, though? Probably goldfish. Goldfish? Mm, That's I like it. But what's so, your favorite food? Food? Noodles. Or pasta, or both. Okay. <laughs> do you so, like just buttered pasta, or do you actually like sauce all now? types? Really? <gasps> Who are you? Do you like the parmesan on it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, Kylie, since we're, we we saved you a spot, we always like to know about everybody who's on our podcast. 
And tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me what you like to do, who you are, who your friends are. Mm -hmm. And you have something a little different about you maybe than other children. Just start in. Um, uh, so, so she wants to know things that you like to do. I like to do art. And um, me and Rose like to play this game where we're dragons and have special powers. Is that what is that what you do when you're in the third grade? Uh, at recess. And Rose is who's Rose? Um Rose is my best friend, Rose and Emily. Rose and Emily. And do you go to school far away? Do you ride a bus? How do you um, get to school? I get to school by my mom taking me because she's a teacher at my school. Your mom is a teacher at your school? Yes. We are right next door. She is the classroom next door to me. So this year has been super fun having a third grader and being able to teach third grade also. And do, do the other kids think it's cool that your mama is also a third grade teacher at um, your school? Yeah. And what do they say to you about your mama? Anything? Um... Not that I can remember at this second. Okay, that's Do they right. say that they love Mr. Pola? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Our classes don't really mix very much. Well, Kylie, I think you're good at school, correct? Do you do a good job in um, school? Yes. And what? how old were you when you learned to read? Um, four. You were four when you read. And now there's something tricky. I know you don't want to talk about it too much, but there's something that you went through that caused you to hang out with your grandma a whole lot when you were younger. Can you tell people what your special situation is? I forgot what it's called. Tell us, what is it? Uh, You have a a special heart, right? Right. What's special about your heart? when I was born, I'm gonna let Mama talk. You want to, Maybe you can kick her off, Mama. Yeah. So when Kylie was born, she um, had a condition called Tetralogy of Fallot with pulmonary atresia, and so her heart was formed a little bit different mm-hmm. than most people. Um, but she's actually fantastic. She's doing great. She's had a few surgeries here and there, um, but has come bounced back from them super easily, is thriving now, Um, you know, finally starting to grow this tiny little thing. Uh, But really, we are so blessed that it doesn't really affect her life. No, that's wonderful. Because doesn't she play soccer She's involved in all kinds of things. What are the things that you do? Um, I used to do soccer, but the season just ended, and I do dance. You do dance, and you have a recital this um, weekend, don't yes, you? Yes, this Saturday. This Saturday is your recital. And what thing are you going to do at the recital? What kind of dancing? Um, we're doing hip-hop. Oh, hip-hop dancing sounds fun. Now, do you wear a special costume for that? Uh, not really. It's practically all black. Oh, well, that's okay. I like black. You know that's Grandma's favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was white. Oh, I like, well, my house is white and I wear black, so there's that. Tell me about Christmas because, Kylie, I know you know about Christmas. Can you share um, with Grandma all about Christmas? On Christmas, um, in December, me and my family do a um, Christmas advent calendar 
where we find the number of the day it is, open it, and then there's a chocolate surprise. And, and when we get to the last number, that shows us that it's Christmas. Is that, what, what is that last number, do you remember? I think it's 25? It is, December 25th. Now, what's Christmas about? Why do we celebrate um, Christmas? We celebrate Christmas because it's the day Jesus was born. And why is that important? Because without Jesus, we would all, um, all not, not be able to go to heaven. And so we ask Jesus in our heart? Mm-hmm. I think that's really a big, special thing. I, I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you celebrate Christmas at your house? Dominic told a little bit, but I want to hear from your perspective. So we decorate, um, and then, and then um, we, and then Santa leaves presents. Um, but this Christmas Eve, we're staying at your house, and. Um, on Christmas Day, we're going to my cousin's house. Ooh. Now, what what do you do at your cousin's house? Because I know what um, we do at our house. I don't know what you do at your cousin's at house. At our cousin's house, um, when it's not time to gather around, eat dinner, and stuff like that, we, um, me and my cousins, mostly Isabel because she's my age, mm-hmm. we play a lot, but sometimes it ends up getting a little messy. Oh, well, do you want to hear about Grandma's Christmas when I was a little girl? Yeah. And maybe we can hear about your mommy or Auntie Hannah when they were little, too. Um, When I was a little girl, we would go out and cut our Christmas tree, or Grandpa Elmer, your great-grandpa, would bring home um, a wild Christmas tree, and usually it didn't have very many branches, because we didn't buy Christmas trees. Grandpa would go, he'd either cut it down or he'd shoot it with his shotgun, and uh, then sometimes we would flock it, we would put... They would blow all this white powder all over the tree. Wait, does Kylie know what that is? Do you know what she's talking about? Um, no. Okay, so have you ever seen a tree with snow on it? No. She's never seen snow. Well, I thought she saw snow in Boston. That's not very much snow. Okay, touche. <laughs> okay, so what flocking is, is they take a Christmas tree, and you know what a Christmas tree looks like. Yeah. They take this, like, white, fluffy stuff. I kind of think of it like the way that a fire extinguisher is. You know what a fire extinguisher is and how it has that yeah. white stuff that it blows out? Yeah. And they put it all over the tree, and then it makes it look like there's snow on the tree, and then it dries on the tree itself, and then you can put it on your house, and it looks like you have a, a tree that has snow on it in your house. Uh-oh. It's pretty cool. And so we would take and we decorate this tree. And whenever we would decorate, we ate Christmas cookies. Grandma Jan made about 11 different kinds of Christmas cookies. And she'd, she'd hide them. The freezer actually locked. She would lock the freezer because there were Uncle Monty and Uncle Jason and I. There were three of us. And we'd sneak in the Christmas cookies if we didn't. But on the night we decorated the tree, we would get to eat Christmas cookies and drink eggnog, which, do you like eggnog? Um, not really. Oh, I, I like it, but some people don't, and I get that. Anyway, we would decorate the tree, and back in the olden days, you know how you guys listen to videos all the time? Um, we didn't get to listen to videos. We had to hope that good shows were on television. And back then, they had 
specials. They'd call them Christmas specials. And they'd have like the Andy Williams special or Bing Crosby. And they'd sing songs and they'd dress really pretty. But I really looked forward to two, two Christmas shows. Charlie Brown. I liked Charlie Brown, but you know what my favorite one was? What? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <gasps> yes. Wait, I think um, Kylie's probably seen that one, right? No, but I know the song. Oh, let's hear it. Can um, we hear it, Grandma? Can I? Oh, yeah, let's hear a little bit of, of it. See if you can sing a little bit. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Reindeer. reindeer had a very shiny nose. Like, like a light bulb. And if you ever saw it, saw it, it, you would even say it glows. Like a flashlight. All of the other reindeer, reindeer, reindeer used to laugh and call him names like, like Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> they never let poor Rudolph, Rudolph, join in any reindeer games like Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then oh, oh. one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came You guys are going to hear the whole thing. Oh, oh, oh. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeer loved him, loved, loved him. him, as they shouted out with glee, Yippee! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, reindeer. reindeer, you'll go down in history, like George Washington. <laughs> well, that was Yay! fantastic. Yay! Well, now, I want to tell you a little bit about Wait, that. Wait, no, 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 because you, you, you only told us one of your... You. <laughs> you only told us one of your two favorites. Well, I or want, do you want to not tell us that one until you've told us about Rudolph? Well, I want to tell you because I want to tell Kylie about Rudolph. Did you know about the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? No. There's a gentleman by the name of, of Robert May who he was um, in. He worked for Montgomery Ward, and Montgomery Ward was looking. He worked in their advertising department. And he was in Chicago in 1938, 1939. And anyway, Mr. May had to help Montgomery Ward come up with a little book, a coloring book that they could give away because all the children came into Montgomery Ward and they would sit on Santa's lap or they'd come into the store and they wanted to give the children a present. So they gave them a coloring book every year. And they used to contract out and that company would, would provide the coloring books. And they said, we want to provide our own coloring books. So Mr. May was, contra was working for the company. He was supposed to make out this book. So he made up this story about the reindeer. And remember how Rudolph got kind of picked on because he had a red nose? Mm -hmm. And he made up the story, but how Rudolph turned around and he taught everybody that Christmas isn't just about presents, but it's about helping other people. And, and he took something was different because the other reindeer, they all picked on him and they wouldn't let him play games. Well, did you know that in real life, Mr. May was really picked on in real life when he was a little kid? And stuff, and, and going even going through um, college, he went to Dartmouth. Um, some of the kids didn't include him because he was a little bit different. He was more slender, and he just wasn't built like the other kids. Anyway, so he wrote this book, but he really kind of brought that bullying thing in because he was picked on. And then the people that uh, that told him they, that the book had to include an animal, um, and he picked out the reindeer. And he picked out the reindeer because that was his daughter's favorite animal at the zoo. And so 
the Montgomery Ward, they thought, okay, maybe a reindeer. But then he wanted to make this different red nose. Well, in about 1933, they'd just come out of Prohibition. Do you know what Prohibition is? No. Prohibition is when no one was allowed to buy alcohol in the United States unless it was for medicinal purposes. But now people were, some people drank, and they associated a red nose with drinking alcohol. Because if you drink too much, your nose would turn kind of red. And they're like, we don't want a reindeer with um, a red nose and people to think that you're talking about alcohol. And so Mr. May, he really wanted to do it the way he was doing the book. So he took the illustrator for the company of Montgomery Ward and he took him to the zoo with him. And together they figured out how they could make this reindeer with this red nose look really cute. And so that's kind of how that went. And then time went forward, and they gave away millions of these books. Time went forward, and Mr. May's wife, she was very sick, and she passed away. And so some of the proceeds helped him. But then he got remarried, and he married a lady whose brother wrote songs. And this brother, he wrote Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And... Years later, Montgomery Ward gave him all the rights, gave Mr. May the rights to, um, to the Rudolph story. Because usually when you work for a company, everything you do when you're working for the company belongs to the company. But Montgomery Ward, they gave him the rights to Rudolph. And they ended up making a movie in 19, I think, 46. And that was okay. That was animated. But that then, was cute. But then in the, that was a cute one. But then in the 60s, I think Wait, ni- when the claymation in, one happened? In, in 1964, they made the really good movie with Burl Ives and the one that you know. Oh, with the snowman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but it really had it, and, and it's become the most popular children's, children's Christmas um, movie going forward. But it all came from he was bullied when he was a little kid. Mm. Kylie yeah. looks very interested in this story. Uh, Maybe maybe not totally, but I Grandma thought it was interesting because I really like things when I know how how did they come to be, and that's a little bit of how Kylie, um, how Kylie uh, Rudolph came to be so famous. And did you know that those aren't even all the reindeers' names were changed over time? Wait, two, what? Two of the reindeers' names were actually different in the beginning. Did you know that? No. In the very beginning, uh, let's see, because there was a poem. A visit from St. Nicholas in 1823, and he named the eight reindeer that pulled Santa's sleigh Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Dunder, and Blixum. That does not have... They sound like B-grade Rudolph. But over time, Dunder became Donner, and Blixum got rechristened as Blitzen. So how do you like that? I think it's interesting. Okay. I think you're polite. I think you're very polite. <laughs> I think you weren't totally interested in that, but Grandma was. Anyway, so um, when I was a little girl, we were in Christmas programs. No, we're, we're not done yet. You didn't tell us our second program that you liked. You wanted me to tell you my second program? Yes, because you yeah. said there were two programs that you really liked. You only told us about Rudolph. Oh, well, the other one was the Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, I was right yeah. about Charlie Brown. Yeah, and Charles Schultz, in order to do that... He made it very important, and he wouldn't do it without leaving in the, the story about baby Jesus. I love A Charlie Brown Christmas. That is actually one of my favorite Christmas programs as well that I love watching every year. Uh-huh. Um, 
We watch it every year normally. You watch the Charlie Brown Christmas? Yeah. Well, I like it. What do you like about the Charlie Brown Christmas? What's your favorite part about it's that? Really fun, and I think think it's kind it's kind of funny. Now, who do you like in that movie? Because there's Peppermint Patty, there's Lucy, there's Snoopy. <laughs> what, what do you like Who's in your that? Favorite character? I really like um Charlie Brown. What do you like about him? Um, he doesn't even talk. <laughs> Is that what you like about him? <laughs> uh, he's uh, kind of funny. Just kind of? Mm. Yeah, I get that. Do you like when the teacher talks and the teacher goes, womp, 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 womp? <laughs> I don't actually remember that because it's that been a long time since we've watched it. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I can't remember what happens in the Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown Christmas special. Oh, we're going to have to watch it, Auntie I, Hannah. I have not seen it since I was probably six years old. Oh, he finds the Christmas tree. Do you remember? He finds the <laughs> Christmas tree, and it's a very sad Christmas tree. I, le- yeah. I legitimately do not remember. And well, And... I own the movie. We will watch it. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's important because what about, who's the little guy, Linus, that drags around his blanket? Yeah. I love Linus. He's the one who tells the Christmas story. Yeah. He's funny. And Linus usually is the little baby guy of the, of the whole show, but Linus really steps up when he tells the Christmas story, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He does. You yeah. know what movie I really don't like and everyone else likes? It's um, National Lampoon's. Christmas Vacation? Yeah. That's such a good one. I don't know why I don't like it. It is Casey's, like, favorite movie. Well, for being confessing here, I am not a fan of A Christmas Story. No. Is that the one with the boy that You'll shoot your eye out? Yeah, Yeah. I'm not a big fan either. Well, you know, I like that movie. I like A Christmas Story, but what I don't like, what is wrong with that mother having that little boy eat like a pig? Oh, and then she goes... (laughs) I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. She, I think she does it because it's the only way to make him eat. But he's, what, like six years old? And he's not, he's not like itty-bitty. It's not like they're worried about him starving. No, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not fat shaming a six-year-old. Let me just clarify. Okay, Kylie, have you seen A Christmas Story? <laughs> um, yes. I watched it the other night when I spent the night with you. Oh, you did watch it with me. That's right. We watched it. What did you think about the lamp? Tell me about the lamp. Oh, gosh. Um, that was um, odd. You didn't like the one-legged lamp? Not really. I felt so bad for him, though, because he won that lamp as like an award, but I don't know what who would think that's an award. I was going to buy Papa one, though, and... They're expensive. To buy a lamp like that for Christmas, I think it was like $300 for a cheap one. Because I thought I would surprise Papa. And what? <laughs> I am sure if you went on Amazon, no, I'm going it's, on it. It's, it's a novelty because it's part of the Christmas story. So, yeah, they're, they're up there. Wait, so you're saying I could not find like a cheaper like one on Amazon? Not a, not a lamp's, uh, lamp. Like a replica? A, a, a normal size one. You can find little plug-ins for like $14. But like the full-sized leg? Yeah. Did, but did you feel bad, what? Kylie? The other night, remember the mom? I think she on purpose tipped it over. You can't touch the mic. Um, 
I think the mom on purpose went in there and broke that lamp. Oh, bum- I think so. Bumped it. Oh. And I felt bad because he buried the lamp. He took it out in the thing and buried the lamp. But, okay, tell me what happened when he got the gun. The whole movie is about getting the Red Ryder gun, which, in fact, what did I give your daddy when he was 10 years old? A Red Ryder gun. Yes, I did. Well, Papa and I did. Excuse me. Um, But (laughs) what happened as soon as he got the gun? What did he do? He hung a target on the garage door. He um, tried... He got, he uh, shot his Red Ryder gun, but it bounced off the garage and hit his glasses and they fell out. Yeah, good thing he had his glasses on, huh? Yeah, and then he couldn't see, so he was looking around and then stomped on them, pretended to cry, and went in the house and blamed it on a fake icicle. (laughs) Yeah, he told his mom and dad that the icicle, because there's no way he wanted to lose his Red Ryder gun, so he said the icicle fell off the garage and hit him in the eye. And honestly, an icicle is the perfect lie. I know we we don't condone lining. Lining? We don't condone... I'm very tired. Yeah. We don't condone lying. However... If he was going to fib about something and he didn't want it to be his BB gun, there's no evidence if it's an icicle because it'll just melt. Mm. Oh, oh, but we can't, we can't use that excuse here because yeah. we don't get icicles. <laughs> no, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. Dang, Mom, you took some notes. Well, I was... There's Wait, so did many. you write down the Grinch? I did write down the Grinch, but yes, because the Grinch is the top grossing movie. The one with Jim Carrey? Yeah, three hundred and forty-five million dollars. Which, in fact, dollars. is my least favorite Grinch. Oh, it is. You don't like the one with Jim what? Carrey? No, I'm you know one of those odd people who likes the original and then the new one because the kids love the new one, and I just think it's so cute. You realize the new one is over twenty years old. No, there's no, another. No, there's one. a new, oh, new one. Oh, I'm talking about the, the one with animated. Jim Carrey. But, I know. Oh, I don't like the Jim Carrey one. I like the new animated. Oh, you one. do like? The- yeah, Pharrell what? Williams is the one who. Um, narrates it but then the story of the Grinch and like how they like play his part I just think he's so much more wholesome mm, okay <laughs> well let me tell you that if, I'm not if, enjoying this if, if you <laughs> if you don't like the Grinch with um, Jim Carrey in it did you know so in 1988 the rights um, to that to to the script went up for auction and it started out at five million dollars the bidding started. Yeah. And Fox wanted to, to buy the rights to it, and they were going to cast it with Jim Nicholson. Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I was like, who's Jim Nicholson? <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Huh. They, they were going to cast it with Jack Nicholson. Can you imagine? I could. You know what? As much as I'm not a huge fan of the movie, I could not imagine it with anyone else but Jim Carrey. I heard they were making a second one with him. Huh. I, I could have dreamt that. Well, here's an interesting thing. Remember the one that came out, the cartoony? The the first animation came out in 1966. Yeah, I love it. Um, well, that cute little one. Here's a little fun fact about that. The, the one who um, narrated it was also the one who was Frankenstein in the original Frankenstein, Boris Karloff. Oh, cool. And he's also the one who narrated it. And I thought, oh, that's a little twist because he sounds, you know, he's kind of scary in both. Yeah. <laughs> But um, also, did you know that Dr. Seuss, because he had let another one of his books be produced into an animation, he wasn't keen on it because the other one didn't go well. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't keen on it, and they almost didn't adapt it at all. 
Wow. And it's such a classic. Yes. I love it. Now it is. And all the songs that went with it. I think Ron Howard directing the one that you don't like did help though. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Ron Howard. I think he's a great director. Yeah. I like Ron Howard, but also Jim Carrey. He, they had to hire a CIA operative to keep him doing the role because after the first day, it took so long to get him into makeup. He wanted to quit. Wow. Wait, really? I mean, I believe yeah. that because that makeup is intense. Yeah. No, that makeup's very intense. We've lost one of our podcasters. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know where you went. I just thought I saw, heard a lot of voices talking outside like there was a party. Oh. Would you have rather been at the party? <laughs> uh, She's just curious. I understand. Um, okay. By the way, I did find an article, and 100% it is confirmed, that Jim Carrey will be making a Grinch 2 and I'm very, very excited. When does it come out? I don't know. But this was posted on November 17th, 2023. Oh, wow. So, like, recently. Yeah. So, I'm hoping next year. If not, I assume the following year. Well, he made yeah. $20 million doing the first one. Dang, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, I think I would do some... I mean, he's good at it. And for $20 million, I mean, what's he going to make this time? Mm. I mean, I know who Maybe a it, thousand? I, really I don't it. hate it. It's just not my favorite. On my top 10, it does not make the list. Okay, I can get behind that as long as you don't say that the Polar Express does make your top 10. I have memories with the Polar Express. So do I. It makes your top 10? It does. Wait a minute. It's magical. You psychopath. The guy who does it. um, What's it? What's Tom Hanks? Tom Tom Hanks. Hanks. He does five different, I think it was five. Did I read that right? A he does different five different characters, characters if, if not more. But I, don't, I just think it's such a wholesome, like, view of believing in Christmas. Because so many kids lose their belief around that age. And I think it's really sweet to have that story kind of still believe in the magic of Christmas. Okay, I can get that. And also, that was such a touchy feeling. Don't, <laughs> don't even, don't even try and convince me like that, because you know dang well that animation is creepy. But it's the not sto- about the animation; it's about the story. Well, right. I don't even get the story. I'm so creeped out by by it. What is the story of Polar Express? What is so, the story? A little boy has stopped believing in Santa. And so the magic for him is gone. And so the Polar Express comes and picks him up to take him to the North Pole. And so they take the whole train ride over to the North Pole. And when they're supposed to be getting off, he and like a few of his friends get off early and get lost. And so they end up seeing like the workshop and are trying to get back to like the big ceremony when Santa leaves and see the first gift of Christmas. Okay. And what ends up happening is that the little boy ends up receiving the first gift of Christmas, which was a jingle bell Mm -hmm. from the sleigh. And for the longest time, he could not hear the jingle of the bells because he stopped believing. But when Santa gave him that first gift of Christmas, he could hear the bell again. And for the rest of his life, he was able to hear the jingle bells and have the magic of Christmas. Oh, that's nicely done, Huli. Because as... As we grow, you know, we, we, I think, lose the, the magic of it. I mean, yes, it's all about, you know, Jesus, and that's really, like, why we celebrate. But there's that element of, of magic for the kids. And I think that's the best part of Christmas now is because I have kids to celebrate with. And, like, being able to bring back, like, the little things and the joy and, like, Santa and elves and presents oh, yeah. under the tree and all that kind of fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know where mom's going. We're just going to talk about it because we don't we skip on lost, things. We have lost we our have. tiny podcaster. Also, you did, <laughs> that's true. We did lose a tiny podcaster. Um, you did do a really good job of the story, and I did like the story of Polar Express. I just don't like the animation. It freaks me out. Yeah, okay, so... I would agree. Animation does freak me out. Well, because it was too lo- it was too realistic to me when I was young. So I came, it came out, out in two thousand five. Yeah, so it came out when I was either nine or ten. Like yeah, you were little. I was young. I was like a year older than Kylie, and at that time, that was really new technology. It was. Um, and because it, w- it was like above Toy Story. Yeah. Which one was this? <laughs> the Polar, Polar Express. Express. Oh. And so, it was hyper realistic. But I, so my brain was confused because when it came out, like I thought it was fake, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure, which I know sounds silly. Cause you're like, yeah. Hey, you're like nine years old. You should know. But it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. And it left like, it was like a scarring child. Yes. <laughs> totally get it. Well, that reminds me. Okay. Another childhood memory because Kylie talked about stockings. We're going to be all over here, guys. This is a Christmas episode and Kylie's bringing a, a children's perspective to it. But you guys hang stockings at your house, correct? Yes. And when I was a little girl, now we hung stockings at night and we did not have pretty little, everybody has those cute little stockings that you find in the store. We had, we would go in Grandpa Elmer's drawer. Yeah, your, your daddy kicked it up one, but we'd go in Grandpa Elmer's drawer and we'd find the biggest stocking we could find because we thought that if it were a bigger stocking, Santa would put more presents in our stocking. <laughs> and we hung up like wool railroader socks. And that, that's what we hung up. Now, what do you have? Do you have a pretty little stocking? What do you put up? Um, we put up stockings like from the store. They oh. Like, they have like snowmen on them. And what comes in your stocking? Well, uh, um, last year we found a... Uh, Mini toy surprise blind thing. Mini- it had little mini toys, mm-hmm. um, and we each got one ball of them because they come in many balls. Oh, okay. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. All right. So then, there's something. You do you ever get nuts and candy canes and oranges in yours? Um, we. Haven't gotten nuts or candy canes. Okay, when I was a little girl, and we it, um oranges. No, no oranges. We got Satsuma oranges. Those are those little tiny ones that are easy to peel, and we got nuts and candy canes. And although you probably never get this, we got fake candy cigarettes because everybody smoked back in the '60s, and we couldn't smoke, but we got these cool cigarettes. Wait, that- yes. And also, I think you're supposed to say cool cigarettes. <laughs> are you talking about the chocolate cigarettes? Or are you talking no. about the ones that are like chalk? No, no. These are were hard, like, like chalk. chalk. Yeah. And they had a little paper that slid on them, and there was powder inside, and you could pretend you were smoking. Because at the time, they didn't know how horrible smoking was for you. Yeah, <laughs> doctors would actually say smoking was good for you when I was always a little girl. Oh, and then we crazy. could blow the powder that was in the fake cigarette. We got, I got those one year. I thought it was the coolest present Wait, ever. what? Oh, the powder? Yeah, there was powder in between the the hard candy and the paper so that you could blow the smoke out, and it was the powder. Um, Could you eat it when you were done with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd eat it because the paper would get all soggy, so then you'd eat it. That's gross. Was the um, powder edible? Yeah, yeah, it was all edible. powdered sugar? Yeah, it was powdered sugar or something. But do you know what I did one year? And then I want Auntie Hannah to tell what they did because they were hilarious. Well, just a minute. I'm going to tell you one year I was naughty because, okay, 
anybody who has, has children that believe in Santa, run, have them run away right now. Because I'm going to tell a, a something. Um, one year, because I had an idea that Grandma Jan might have been Santa, I went and I got all the oranges that were in her fridge and I hid them. And about <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, she, she came to my bed and she's, she's like, where are they? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, what? You know what? <laughs> and they were in my top drawer of my dresser. <laughs> Because I thought maybe if I hid the oranges, she'd magically have all these other kind of gifts that weren't oranges. I thought, I'd just go to the fridge and get oranges. But Auntie Hannah, what did you guys use for your stockings? We used pantyhose. And why did you do that? Because obviously you can get more gifts if you use pantyhose. Um, and do you, know, do you know my favorite thing that I have not gotten in years? What was that? Um, chocolate covered for cherries. Those are my favorite, mm. and they would always be in my stocking. Those ninety-nine cent a box chocolate cherries. That's a how. That's all they like were. Like the the cherry like the ones that have like the queen the queen Anne's. Cherries. Yeah, the queen Anne cherries. Every year, huh. Santa they take hmm. up a lot of space. I don't care. I would ask for four boxes of them if I could. Plus, <laughs> I really liked them, and so every year everybody got their own box of chocolate covered cherries and that that to this day mario will probably tell you too that that's a tradition yeah victoria and lizzie you um, can leave them out of my stocking you don't like them they're not my favorite wait she still makes a stocking for you well i don't know but you know i don't mind having uh, some chumps if i do i might <laughs> i don't know no i begged you a few years ago i made you a stocking that's the year that you got in a car wreck we were in washington and you called me on christmas eve and you got in a car accident and Usually, was I living here yet, or was it? Was I living in my condo yet? No, you were living here. It was no, because I asked for it when I was living in my condo, and you said no. No, I did bring you one because I had household items, and you weren't very happy. Oh yeah, you wanted makeup, and I I wanted my chocolate covered chair. And you like those dumb socks that they sell at the dollar store? I love them too. I love them. It's a Christmas tradition. All right. And she used to get, or <clears throat> Santa used to give us um, tweezers, which I really, really loved. Yes. Um, my husband steals them all and claims them as his own, even really? though they're literally like little girls, women, like they're they're yeah. shaped like girls. Oh, I did. I do remember the year I guys I got sauce stockings because you and Mario would come from Dundee, mm -hmm. and I had these tweezers that looked like little ladies all dolled up. Yes. Yeah. I did a good job that year. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let me tell you what used to be in these stockings. Okay, Okay. so they would it. always be the Queen Anne cherries. There would be randomly, like, fruit, because Santa's apparently healthy. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> there would be tweezers, there would be socks, there would be a lot of candy. And I mean, like, a lot of candy. Um, but two seconds ago, you said he was healthy. Well, he was all about balance. Um, <laughs> Um, and then there would typically be like random makeups. I remember when I was like Kylie's age, there would be like chapsticks, which I thought were really fun and really in eyeshadows. But do you remember like the wet and wild, like that didn't actually have any pigment to them? It was just fun to be an adult and like yeah. have. Have yeah. makeup. Oh, but it smelled good, like oh, yeah. strawberries and good. raspberries. It yeah. did. Oh yeah, was it lip, lip smackers? smackers? Yes. <laughs> and Bonnie Bell, lip smackers and Bonnie Bell. I don't remember Bonnie Bell, but the I remember Bonnie Bells were like tiny. Oh, those itty bitty ones. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they were always just like fun itty bitty things um, in the stockings. And the real the the real presents came from mom and dad, but the fun little itty bitty things came in the stocking. From Santa. From Santa. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Um, but my favorite was all the different food that would come in. That's, that's 
very fun. Yeah, definitely. By the way, do you have a favorite um, Christmas present that you ever got? Wow, that's a really hard one. Yeah. Um, I have two. Well, then you go first because I have to think. Okay. Um, one I was very surprised about. It was a bike. I was really, really happy because um, I did. I normally I had found found out my surprises and I wouldn't mean to. I just was snoopy, but I wasn't snooping looking for presents. I just was always into things. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, we didn't really have anything in our house that was off limits. Right. Like there was no places I wasn't allowed to be. So I just kind of always was there. Yeah. Um, were there? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, so one was a bike and I guess dad had like put, put that together for me and he like walked it around front and it was my big girl bike. Mm. Like Aww. it was great. And it lasted me through adulthood. I think we gave it away. Oh. But, um, I mean, mom, I was this height in like eighth grade. <laughs> it, you were. So um, that was number one. And number two was my first straightener. Um, oh. Because I was not allowed to do really anything straightening wise or curling or anything to my hair until I was, I think, a freshman in high school. Well, you didn't get to cut your hair until uh, sixth grade, grade when I cut it in math class and I knew that you would take uh, cutting it over the embarrassment of having hack job hair. <laughs> no, no, I let you wear hack hair for a while though. Um, what a week! <laughs> no, I took you. I took you. It was. Uh, I thought it was seventh grade. Though. It was sixth grade because I took you. It was at Christmas time, and I wanted. You know, we're so blessed to have a car. Yeah. And we can go anywhere in a car. But Dad was out to sea, and I wanted you to see what it was like to travel without public transportation, and so. I took you clear to, um, we were on the west side of the mountains in Washington State, and I took you to Uncle Monty's on Do the east side. you mean without personal transportation? Without, yeah, personal okay. transportation. So um, Papa, he, he took us to the grocery store in Belfair. Um, to, Papa, Riley's Papa? Yeah, to, okay. to QFC, and we met the, there was a little van that would pick up people and take us to the Almost ferry. like an airporter, but it wasn't? Yeah, so we, we took the van to the airport, to the ferry, and we took the ferry to the bus, and we were going to take a train, but we ended up taking And we had all of our luggage. Yeah, yeah. And, and anyway, um, when we were over there, Uncle Monty had a girlfriend at the time, and she was a beautician, and she cut your hair, and he made me go next door and drink coffee while she cut your hair. Yeah. And I still have your braid. I, we were going to give it away, but I didn't have the heart to, and I found it the other day. Did you? Yeah. But your hair, did you know your hair gets crispy over the years? Ew, that's it's, disgusting. It's kind of crispy. <laughs> what do you mean it's crispy? Well, I was going to Are get... you sure there wasn't like syrup or something in it? No, no, no. It, it, she cut your braid off and laid it nicely, and I put it in an envelope. I was going to give it to Locks of Love, but I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. I, someday get rid of it. I, I think it's too late to <laughs> donate it now, and I'm kind of sad about it. Anyway, okay, so those were your favorite gifts. Yeah. Um, that, that straightener, I still remember, it cost $105. <laughs> That was outrageous. Sorry, if you hear um, and we didn't have very much money. I had to save forever. Okay, Huli, what was your favorite present ever? Um, so funny enough, mine was also a bike, and really? I remember. Um, so the first Christmas we ever had, one after we moved in, moved to the United States, because remember I was born in Mexico and lived there until I was four. Yeah. So the first Christmas ever in the United States, we had moved into the apartment, and it was like a tiny apartment and it was a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Like, I don't I think it was like a potted, like, like tree. a potted tree. Like, oh, yeah. Um, but you know, we'd moved so close to Christmas. I think it was like 
I think it was actually like Christmas Eve or something like that. I'd have to like check with my parents. But um, so I woke up Christmas morning and I had a bike and my sister had a bike and my brother, who was, I guess, like a year old at the time, he had like a rocking horse that my parents actually still have and Mm. are like refinishing for my brother's now one-year-old son so that's super cute yeah very precious but yeah um so it was really like special because like we had no money (laughs) like moving here you know yeah um and my mom had actually found these bikes in like brand new condition at a thrift store and had bought them for us and like they were pristine you know and mine still had training wheels because I was five yeah but it was like it was my favorite bike, and I was so excited about it. Oh, I love so, that. You know, yeah. it's funny. Your mom is so good at, at thrifting. And when we're kids, we don't care about that kind of thing. Oh, not at all. I mean, no. and not and not in our world. Um, I have a similar story about a bike. So our family also didn't have a lot of extra resources. I, I didn't know that. We were just happy and yeah. cozy and, and laughed until the streetlights came on. <laughs> You know, but one year, um, I was young, maybe three, and Uncle Monty would have been, um, he would have been six at Christmas as he turned seven a little bit later. Anyway, Grandpa found in the trash, there was this lumber yard and stuff that they would get rid of, and in the trash, he found this old bicycle, and it was all broken and stuff, and he took it, and he took it in the garage, and he spray-painted it, and he made a seat for it and did all these cool things, and um, Uncle Monty, Monty got... A, a bicycle. Remember the banana seats yes, yeah. and, and the cool stingray handlebars? And he yeah. got a bicycle, and I remember we got to ride it in the house. What? And it was very exciting. That is very exciting. Yeah. Kylie, do you have a favorite Christmas present that um, you ever received or gave? Um, I think it might have been my little lovey that came with two a small blanket and a big blanket. It was a little, like, tannish puppy. Mm-hmm. And I think I got it when I was four. I named it a lot, but so far, its name is um, Flower. It's Flower. Well, that sounds like a good present. Is Flower the one that you left at my house that one time? Uh, which one? Yes. Yes, it's the one that we had to call and and ask to get back because yeah. when flower is missing, it's very rare to find a replacement. Is that like an attachment <laughs> toy? It a is, but luckily I have um, conditioned my children to have more than one attachment toy. Oh, good. So they can alternate. Yes, and so that's the favorite, but we have a few others that we really love too. I get it. Um, have you guys ever seen my Elmer doll? No. Yes. yes. Kylie, you Kylie doesn't it, know about Kylie. Elmer. <laughs> okay, so Kylie, you um, didn't really get to know Grandpa Elmer because I think you were only one when he passed away. However, Grandpa Elmer was married to Grandma Jan, um, and he passed away when you were about one. But Grandpa Elmer worked on the railroad, and <laughs> one. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at this. No, we Grandpa would have laughed. I mean, and it was heartbreaking because he never complained. No, ever, so, ever, ever. So one day when Grandpa was working on the railroad, um, there was a train that went by, and one of the railroad spikes. It looks like a massive nail. It's probably like eight inches long and about that thick around. Um, it flew up from the train tracks, and it hit him in the eye, and he got blinded in one of his eyes. 
Um, and so it kind of looked like he just had one eye, but he had another eye. It just was kind of milky. Um, <laughs> it was just so sad. It was sad, but he would make jokes about it. And so when I was really young, what was I like three mom? Yeah. I had this little bear and it was a very cute bear, but I think I had pulled off of his eye or it, or it just fell out. Anyway, the bear only had one eye. So do you know what we named said bear? <laughs> Elmer. Okay, now Grandma Jen. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I'm gonna add to the story a little bit. So Hannah was sad because I'm not much of a seamstress and I couldn't fix the bear to look the same as he was. I just couldn't. And she's like, "Okay, we throw away." And <laughs> and I I would I wouldn't. Can you tell I had OCD? <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> we'll just put it in the trash. And and I'm like, no, yeah. And, and she was very upset that his eye was ruined. And I said, and I always talk to my kids like they're adults. And I said, would you like it? Would somebody throw away Grandpa Elmer just because his eye doesn't work? And, and that's how we got Elmer. And that's how you got Elmer is because. So then I adored it because I looked at it like my grandpa. Yeah. Wow. That's, you looked at it like Grandpa Elmer. So that's kind of how that, that went. That bear's still floating around her. Isn't it in like the toy box for the kids? It's right under here. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Elmer that's is still with us. All right, mom. <laughs> yeah. We're at 55 minutes. Well, I'm not done with Christmas story really quick then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? I have some stuff to cut out. So we're probably like 53 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got some. But uh, what I wanted to tell about Kylie, I don't know if you ever experienced this, but I think Auntie Hannah did. And I'm pretty sure Mama Hooley did. When I was a little girl, we had Christmas programs, and I went to very little churches. I went to the Little Assembly of God in Tonino, and we would um, do the Christmas, the nativity story about baby Jesus, and we'd have Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus and the wise men and the shepherds and the angels, and, um, you know, we'd have fake sheep because... We weren't like this um, crosswater church where sometimes you have real animals. Oh, yeah. I forgot they did that. <laughs> yeah. When you're at your church, they had real llama. Or what do you call it? Camel. You even had a real camel one yeah, year. There was wow. a lot of livestock. No, it's true. But anyway, so they'd, they'd hang a sheet. We had a little tiny wire and they would hang sheets clear across because we were a poor little country church back in those days. And they'd hang a sheet across and we'd have our costumes. And one year I got to be Mary. And Uncle Monty got to be a uh, three king. Gosh, I thought you were going to say he got to be Joseph. And I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and, if, and sometimes we usually had a dolly, but sometimes if there was a little brand new baby in the church, they'd have a real baby in the manger scene. And we would hear the Christmas story and somebody would, would read it and tell it. We'd have our little parts we have to memorize. And then after, and everybody got dressed up. We got, got so, dressed up in our very best clothes to go. And um, then afterwards, we would say goodbye to the pastor. He'd stand at the door, and we'd get a bag of candy. It was always in a white plastic bag, and there was the hard candy that looked like little ribbons, and there'd be one chocolate-covered cherry, and they'd be orange slices. And oh, that's so cool. I, and I just remember that was such a happy time. And then we'd go home, and there'd be Christmas specials on the TV at home. And um, it was very happy for me. You got to be in a Christmas program like that, remember? Um, when? At our old church, remember you got to sing? Um, yeah, I was one of the angels. Mm-hmm. We do it nearly every year, and I'm always an angel. Well, Auntie Hannah was an angel one year. 
She was about eight years old and she was an angel. And she was performing and singing and she decided she was bored. And so she sat down <laughs> right in the middle of the performance. Wait, Do you, I don't remember that at all. At the Assembly of God, you had a little yellow dress on. And I was trying to videotape you because we had that gray big VHS recorder. <laughs> and, and I made sure to sit right up front so I could videotape you. And there's my sweet little Hannah. And you were just bored. So you, you sat down in the middle of all the kids standing up there. There's my Hannah just sitting down. That sounds like my softball games. Yeah. <laughs> when but, I'd be in the outfield and then I would just start picking flowers flowers. but then when I realized I was actually good at softball I got to be like shortstop because I was actually coordinated I just had to be interested in it first (laughs) you're right when you're interested Um, did she get in trouble for sitting no no she was little she was honestly she was probably five (laughs) Yeah, because I, I think I, it, was, it was before we moved the first time, right? Yeah, so oh, probably I was about definitely five. five. <laughs> but she was always tall for her age, so she got put with the older kids. Um, also, did you guys know that the founding fathers of our country didn't necessarily uh, celebrate Christmas? Wasn't it because no. it wasn't technically in the Bible? The only holiday that was in the Bible was technically the Sabbath? Um, yeah. Passover, right? Well they, well, they talked about the Sabbath, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they had that. Right. But um, more, more what we're referring to is Christmas was kind of a, uh, a holiday where, where it was loud and lots of drinking and that it was kind secular. Of thing. It, was, yeah. it, it was very secular. And our founding fathers, um, specifically uh, George Washington, Ben Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson, didn't really celebrate Christmas because it was, it was such a It was a, a pagan a holiday. It was a pagan. Thank you. You're That's welcome. Exactly. Good job, Lily. I got you. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't even know that. But, uh, you know, and then in 1870, it became a national holiday. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, okay. I, I didn't say this last week. I and mean, I should probably fact check it before I say it. But did you know that the Christmas tree started in Germany? Did um, it? I believe so. I didn't know. Um, you want to know something? What? In my class, um, my friend... Emily, she's from Germany. She's from Germany? That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Does, she, does she speak German? Yes. Oh, that's really? interesting. Oh, Kylie, uh-huh. you came over and, inter- and and asked me something really quietly that you wanted to tell about that you're doing uh-huh. in your class. So in our class, we are doing a secret snowman. <gasps> it's called Secret San- Snowman. Um, But... Well tell, so, well, tell me what that means. What is a secret snowman? I don't have a secret snowman. So when, so there's a bag full of names in our class, and we each pull one, and whoever we get, we get a present that's um, ten or fifteen dollars or under. Um, mm. And we have to keep it a secret on who we got for two weeks, or at least try. Uh, do you, so did you draw a name for somebody? Yes, and um, I picked Ailish. You're telling. It's oh. okay. I don't <laughs> think Ailish is listening. I don't think Ailish is listening. It's okay. okay. And, and are you going to go shopping for her or do you uh-huh. bring something out of your room? What do you do? I'm going to go shopping for her and sh- we might, I have an idea on what to, to get her. We might get her something from Bath and Body Works, Ooh. and um, like a body cat, spray. Yeah, and cat 
toys because her cat needs some more toys. Oh, that's so thoughtful. Oh, you are thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Well, I Hi. like that idea, honey. I Also, do you guys, have you guys heard of the pickle in the Christmas tree? Yes. yes. Do you guys do pickles? Uh, no, but no. I have some pickle ornaments. <laughs> I, I remember doing a pickle, but I don't remember if it was with my family or with someone else because it's been a while. I think Christina, my, my sister, I think her family does the pickle in the Christmas tree. And That's and cute. what is what is the tradition? What happens when you, when you put the pickle in the Christmas tree? Whoever finds the pickle, I think, gets an extra present. I'm not sure. I don't remember the background of the story. I don't know. But there's I, a there's a whole background. Plus, in our house, the pickle might be gone because I ate it. <laughs> you, you've always liked pickles. You, I know yeah, that. Yes. Well. Here's a funny thing about that story is, you know, there was always this big rumor that it came from Germany, but most people in Germany, they're like, we don't know anything about this pickle tradition. Um, Wait, Germany again? They have a lot of Christmas stuff. We have a lot of Christmas stuff. No, I know. That's why. Largest Christmas market in the world. Oh. And Pam went last year, or maybe she's going this year. Anywho. Christmas, Halloween. I know. I know. (laughs) But uh, anyway... I read and I was studying about it, you know, because there's some talk about the pickle brine saved some people and whatnot and why it became popular. But the most popular idea is that there were glass blowers and they marketed it, this from Germany, because they made pickles and it really helped their industry. That's very interesting. It's kind of like commercial. the, kind of like the first Christmas <laughs> yes. tree. I was looking at the first uh, national Christmas tree was in 1923. And um, it started. Wait, what? Oh, not the one in Rockefeller, a different one. No, it was oh, in 1931, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, that one was in 1931. Do you listen? Um, <laughs> yeah, the first Christmas tree. It was in the ellipse um, in the nation's capital, there in the center, and then it later got moved onto the White House grounds. But uh, it's funny. There was a big go around about it being a nation's Christmas tree or a community Christmas tree, and then the electric company got involved because they really, really wanted it to happen because they wanted to promote electricity and the marvels of oh. electricity. But didn't Christmas trees start a long time ago and they had like actual candles on them? Yeah, well, yes. there was, and they had used to have apples on them as well. Yeah, like, and like popcorn and like cranberries, cranberries. and stuff. And yeah. depending what country you come from is what traditions came in. Right. Yeah. And so because we're such a melting pot, we're a melting pot of Christmas traditions. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, and there's even something that talks about how when the Christmas trees were started, um, I think it was Martin Luther that did a Christmas tree and he started putting the candles on it and the candles reminding their brightness, reminding um, of the, the shepherds and the wise men and mm-hmm. how they saw those in the sky when Jesus was born. Yeah. So that's kind of that. I'm sorry, I was yawning, but I have something to say. <laughs> say yes. it, say it. In 1419, um, this place in Germany, I can't pronounce it. It's Freiburg, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, there was a tree put up, and it was decorated with apples, flour paste, sorry, flour paste wafers, tinsel, and gingerbread. And so that was what, like, an OG Christmas tree was decorated with in 1490. Well, that's better than, like, last week, the blasting caps. By the way, I had this epiphany this week. So 1931, when during the Depression and the Rockefeller Christmas tree was starting and the Italian immigrants were doing that, Coca-Cola, they commissioned Santa Claus Mm -hmm. for their their advertising campaigns because originally St. Nicholas was a slender, more stern disciplinarian of children but loved children and was good good to children, and that's where the whole St. Nick thing came from. 
So the, the vision of a Santa Claus was very different, but then Coca-Cola in 1931. Made um, him jolly. Made him jolly with, <laughs> yeah. with rosy cheeks and, and, a, and how he looks more today. Yeah. Who was Dwight's Santa Claus? Dwight on Krumpus. what? Crumpus. It was a whole different one, and I believe it's a very different story. No, Belschnickel. Belschnickel. But Crumpus is basically Belschnickel. No, yeah. Crumpus is from what country? Is it Germany again? I don't know. But I used to know all this stuff because we, we used to do um, Christmas around the world because different, different countries have their different traditions dating back, you know, yeah. from years and years. Bavarian. And so um, the story of St. Nicholas being a real person is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Because he, he would actually give gifts and presents to, like, children, um, and I believe it started with like orphans and stuff, because I believe that he was um, he was an orphan himself. He was an orphan, and he was like kidnapped as a child, and like, um, you know, as he grew up, he became uh, a saint, and so therefore Saint Nicholas. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's interesting backstory. So maybe for your ne- next podcast, you can go over the different the tradition of Saint Nicholas. Yeah, I like that. Well, <laughs> we are um, we're we're running out of time for this week, and. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you drank a cup of coffee, got your makeup on. Um, one of our friends, he runs a machine shop. We hope you have the a audio might week. have been a little shoddy, <laughs> so I apologize if it was. This is our first time to podcast from home. There might we... have been some children in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, children... and we're using two microphones at, at one point for five people. <laughs> But uh, the point is, we love you. We care about you. We care about children, the holiday, and most importantly, Jesus and the reason we have the season. Yes. Okay. We love you. God bless. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.